Don't want to work forever? Once you can cover your living expenses with passive income, your day job becomes optional and you reach financial independence. You then have complete control over your time, your money, and your life in general. Spark Rental founders Denny Suplee and Brian Davis, me, are here to help you build rental income, ditch your day job, and do what matters most to you. So on that note, let's jump into today's episode, which, like all of our episodes, was recorded live. Hey guys, happy Tuesday. Hi everyone, welcome. And please, please let us know where you're joining us from. I forget to say that sometimes in the beginning. <laughs> it's good to know. <laughs> so we're not just talking to air. Yeah, um, no, it's, it's it's fun to keep this interactive. I mean, that, that's one of the reasons why we broadcast these as live videos instead of doing, you know, a much more polished you know, audio <laughs> recording and then publishing it just as a podcast like most people do. Uh, you know, we, we keep it a little bit more gritty and real and... But part of the fun of that is that we get to hear from you guys and have more of a conversation. So yeah, Absolutely. please chime in with questions, with comments, rants, raves, all of the above. <laughs> so last week we talked to Brian Clayton and he reached uh, financial independence in his 30s. And he was very, very strict with his spending and whatnot, but he, he did really, really well. And it was very interesting to talk to him and see how he also spun it into a, an app. He developed an app for lawn maintenance and stuff. So great app for property managers who need that kind of service. So he was pretty cool. Today, Brian is going to talk to us about three and a half, yeah. <laughs> have to add the half, recession-proof real estate investments. We've been talking a lot about syndications and truly passive real estate investing. So I think this will be a, a nice addition to that. And um, again, if you have questions, just pop them in there. And Brian, with that said, take it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's it's worth mentioning up front that no investment is actually recession proof, but some investments are much more recession resistant than others. Some have historically performed much better during recessions than others. And, you know, that all being said, we are not in a recession yet. You know, if, if, if you feel like the economy is bad now, like <laughs> you, uh, you have some, a tough road ahead. Uh, things are actually, the economy is still humming along uh, pretty hotly, actually, with a very tight labor market. Unemployment is extremely low at 3.7% last month. But we're starting to see some of these cracks in the economy as a result of the Federal Reserve you know, sending interest rates through the roof, trying to combat inflation. We can see it in home prices, even in pretty hot markets, their, their growth is starting to cool. We are seeing more and more markets with negative growth, with declining home prices. So for example, uh, we just updated our quarterly interactive map showing real estate by county in the U.S. And, and growth rates. 173 counties in the U.S. are now showing quarterly home price declines. Uh, that's significantly higher than even one quarter ago. Even, so, um, you know, I'm a, a practicing realtor and it's crazy. Two months ago, we were still in bidding wars and whatnot. And yeah. now I'm starting to see properties sit and yes, decline in price. Yeah. And that's a great point that it's, it's not just about uh, price movement, but it's also about 
inventory and homes sitting on the market not moving, sellers having to kick in incentives that you know that they never had to consider a year ago, you know, three years ago, four years ago. So, yeah, we're starting to see the cracks in the economy, and I am of the opinion that a recession is inevitable, given how quickly and how high the Federal Reserve is raising interest rates. Not that I blame them for doing so. I mean, you know, inflation is by far the scarier boogeyman here than a recession, <laughs> but it doesn't mean that there won't be pain and suffering uh, <laughs> as a result of a recession. I mean, I, I think of the Federal Reserve raising interest rates is almost like a rubber band stretching and stretching and stretching, and it's it's going to snap it's the economy back down. And the the longer they have to keep hiking rates and the higher they have to go before we start putting a dent in inflation, the more that rubber band is going to sting when it comes back and, and hits us on the wrist. So with all that being said as a preamble, let's talk about a few real estate uh, investments that are recession resistant. So first and foremost, and probably my favorite of these is self-storage facilities. And the reason why those are recession resistant is that in a shrinking economy, when you have a recession, people tend to downsize their homes, mm -hmm. which means that they don't have enough room in their new home for all of their stuff. And the rational thing to do in that situation would be to, to sell off your old stuff, right? You know, make some extra money, uh, you know, declutter. But human beings are not rational. Right? <laughs> I think we, we can all agree on that. So, and stuff. people get very, yeah, they get emotionally attached to their stuff. Uh, even I am guilty of this, and I am someone who uh, I try to be really vigilant about not getting attached to stuff. Especially uh, being where you are. I mean, that's that's really difficult. Yeah. I mean, we, so my, my family and I move across the world every few years. We can't have a lot of stuff, and we still end up accumulating stuff. So when the average person downsizes, uh, what do they do? They go out and they rent a <laughs> storage unit. So that is why self-storage facilities uh, have a reputation for being recession-proof, recession-resistant, whatever you want to call it. Can uh, I add something here? Please. We also see a, such an increase in multi-generational living right now um, because yeah. of the cost of stuff. So that even made um, self-storage facilities even more popular. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I think you see more of that multi-generational living the more that we have a, a housing shortage in the U.S., depending on what estimate you use. I've seen estimates but ranging between around one and a half million housing units short up to around five million housing units short nationwide in the U.S. Over the last decade, we just didn't build enough homes. So in that environment, you do see more household bundling, you know, people living together who maybe wouldn't have lived together otherwise, uh, which means less room for their stuff, which means more demand for self-storage. Yeah. And by the way, uh, we will put a link here in the comments to the interactive map showing where home prices are declining and rising uh, and how much across the, uh, across the country. So that's the first one is self-storage facilities. Second recession resistant real estate investment are mobile home parks. Mobile home parks are, you can think of them as housing of last resort if you want. Uh, I don't think that's actually fair to mobile home parks. I think a lot of people enjoy living in mobile home parks. The ultimate affordable housing, it's very difficult to build new mobile home parks in the US. So there's not a whole lot of expanded supply of mobile home parks, but there's plenty of demand to live there. People need a place to live, of course. So mobile home parks offer a great affordable housing option for investing in. 
one of the nice things about mobile home parks is that in many cases, the renter is renting the pad. They bring their own home. So it's a lot easier to evict someone from a, a parking pad, a mobile home pad, if they don't pay their rents for the pad and you know their utility costs and so forth. So if you do have defaults, uh, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. Uh, but if you do have rent defaults in a mobile home park, it's a lot easier to manage that than in, uh, say, single-family rentals, multi-family rentals. Um, and there's no risk of them damaging the interior of your property, right? Because there is no interior of the property. It's their it property. It's their mobile home. Right. So that removes a lot of the risk as well. Uh, so mobile home parks, a second great option for recession-resistant investing third option here are campgrounds and RV parks. Now, people still like to vacation, right? Even during recessions, they still like to travel. Uh, sometimes they change their travel patterns. I mean, maybe they're not flying over to Europe to, to jet set around for six weeks. Maybe they're going camping for a week. Uh, Wouldn't you say even that um, the whole camping industry has increased Definitely since COVID, but even continuing. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you, if you look at the one of the dominant news stories of 2022, uh, it's been all about how many of those pandemic trends have totally reversed. You know, like the pandemic darling companies like Peloton and Zoom, you know, had saw their stock prices crash. And But camping was a trend that got very popular in COVID because everyone wanted to be outside, right? That has continued to be popular long after you know most people consider the the pandemic to really be winding down. So yeah, campgrounds, RV and RVs. By the way, there are still a shortage of RVs in the U.S., so it's still difficult to get an RV. People have really fallen in love with RVs, even more so during the pandemic, and that trend has not reversed post-pandemic. So campgrounds and RV parks, another uh, pretty recession-resistant real estate investment. Now, let's add the half here. A halfway recession-resistant real estate investment are multifamily properties, you know, apartment complexes, basically, like, you know, large apartment buildings, large apartment complexes. And I'll tell you why, you know, what the advantages are uh, during a recession and also some of the downsides or risks. So on the upside, rents don't drop during recessions. Sometimes they flatline, but they don't drop. If you look historically over the last hundred years at, at recessions in the US, you'll see home prices dip sometimes. You don't see rents dropping during recessions. Uh, the worst that they do is flatline. Now, one of the reasons for that is that in a recession, uh, some homeowners, sometimes millions of homeowners, uh, default and go into foreclosure and they become renters, right? So that adds demand for rental housing. And of course, people still need a place to live, like we talked about with mobile home parks. Now, that being said, it's not that rental properties and multifamily properties are without risk during recessions. And it's not that they don't have any downsides whatsoever. Uh, vacancy rates during recessions do tend to go up some. Default rates on rents and eviction rates, they do go up some as people stop paying their rent. So that is so that's why it's a half, right? I mean, there are rental properties and multifamily properties, they perform better than most investments during recessions, but they still don't perform as well during recessions as they do during bull markets. 
and, and growing economies. So that's some food for thought <laughs> on uh, on rental properties, both both single family rentals and also on apartment complexes and multifamily properties. Uh, so let's talk about a couple ways to invest in all four of those uh, types of properties or yeah, types uh, of we real have a, a quick comment. I just wanted to throw out there before you get yeah, into the investment. Um, a Facebook user said RVs are considered a luxury item. So funding is super more difficult, which is, is true. Yeah. I mean, so you can have, there are RVs that are like half a million bucks a piece <laughs> and they're, I mean, they're, they're gorgeous. They have all the slides that come out. Oh my and, goodness. And yeah. And, um, <laughs> washer dryer my, my father-in-law has a super upscale fancy rv um there are also like very modest <laughs> like old school camper vans mm -hmm. uh that there's nothing luxurious about them whatsoever um, there's tow behind like we my husband and i have a tow behind but it's yeah beautiful i mean to us i mean it doesn't it's not super fancy but there are yeah other yeah, ways. yeah 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 exactly and I they still think that even if obviously RVs might be um, harder to fund, but people are still doing it because they're hard to find right now. Yeah. And some, some camper vans you can finance with normal auto loans. Um, it just depends on, on the size of the loan. It depends on the, the type of the vehicle, but yeah, that, that, it's a great point that you know, some uh, higher end RVs can be more difficult to uh to finance but yeah they, they they run across the entire spectrum of of cost so ways to invest in these four options so obviously you can go out and buy rental properties directly right like individual rental properties um if you want to invest in multifamily properties uh or self-storage facilities mobile home parks campgrounds rv parks um you can invest in syndications of course and uh, we put a link to an article explaining what real estate syndications are and how they work uh, in the comments, um, you can also go out and buy self-storage facilities directly, and they don't necessarily cost as much as you think. And we'll, I'm gonna, I'll put a link here in the comments to, uh, it's a recording of a, a class that we did with uh, Stacy Rossetti, who teaches exactly that, how to go out and buy self-storage facilities on your own how to finance them. It's a great class. She added a, a ton of value. So that's worth checking out if you're interested in buying parks or I'm sorry, self-storage facilities yourself directly. And then you can also invest in real estate investment trusts, REITs, you know, whether those are uh, publicly traded REITs, you just log into your regular brokerage account and invest in them. Uh, or you can invest in private REITs on real estate crowdfunding platforms. Uh, these are all options for investing in these types of recession resistant investments. And for good measure, we'll also put a link in the comments here uh, to an overview of how real estate how, uh, cycles work and you know what the phases of a housing market cycle are from downturns to the upswing. That's, that's worth understanding as a real estate investor, no matter what kind of real estate you invest in. So Denny, any, anything I missed, anything you wanna add? I don't think so, but I do want to, I was talking to somebody I know who owns a um, storage facility near me. And he said that 
one of the benefits, it's very easy to remove those sto the storage buildings. So if he ever wanted to have it developed, you know, into a housing development, he still, it's like a win-win. So right. if- You have to yeah. rezone it. But yeah, from a construction standpoint, uh, that's that's relatively easy. So I just thought that was another, you know, a kind of a win-win with those anyway. It, no, that's a great point. And we, we had an audience member ask, is now not a good time to buy single family homes? Uh, and it's not that it's a bad time to buy. Um, it's financing is expensive right now, right? Uh, and getting more so every month as the Federal Reserve keeps raising interest rates. So that is a pinch, but that doesn't mean that there aren't opportunities. And in fact, that in itself can be an opportunity Absolutely. if you go out and buy in cash, if you have the, the money, uh, or if you negotiate, say, uh, seller financing, mm -hmm. um, or if you, uh, sometimes you can negotiate with sellers to assume their loan. Uh, you could work out like a wraparound mortgage, something like that. Uh, and if you're not familiar with how wraparound mortgages work, uh, we have a, an article explaining that. Um, but um, it, yeah, so it's not a bad time to buy necessarily if you are can not- can also negotiate prices a lot. You have more Yeah, especially if you're power. in a position to buy in cash. Yeah. Um, cash, cash is king all the time, but it's really <laughs> king when, more, when interest rates are high. <laughs> Uh, so we added a, a link in the comments, by the way, to where you can learn more about wraparound mortgages, which in this environment are great. <laughs> you definitely want to learn how to negotiate seller financing, negotiate wraparound mortgages with the seller. So, all right, to recap, the three recession resistant investments uh, that we went over today are self-storage facilities, mobile home parks, and campgrounds slash RV parks. And the half was rental properties and apartment complexes, residential properties, basically. Denny, final thoughts before we wrap things up? No, I think uh, I think you covered it. I think those are um, all good things. We talk about diversification all the time. I, I do, you know, and I hold a rental of my own, but I also think it's good to diversify into these items as well. Absolutely. One One final thought. And I certainly don't want to get political, especially on an election day. Oh, voting um, day. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but one thing that has given me a little bit of pause since the pandemic was the eviction moratoriums. And mm -hmm. if if a very deep recession were to hit the U.S., uh, I worry that some markets, you know, particularly very tenant-friendly markets, might institute another eviction moratorium. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So. Uh, it's one more reason why Denny and I talk all the time about how you want to invest in investor-friendly markets, landlord-friendly markets. You know, it's fine to it's one thing to live in tenant-friendly markets, and many people want to live in, in tenant-friendly markets, and I, I, you know, certainly would not discourage anyone from doing that. Uh, but when it comes to investing your money for better returns and lower risk, uh, look for landlord-friendly markets <laughs> and yes, investor-friendly. Absolutely. Markets. Uh, all right. On that note, uh, we're going to call it a day. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Have a good week. Bye. Did you know we offer a free eight video course on how to reach financial independence with real estate? It's super bingeable with each video around 10 minutes long, but packed with information. Visit sparkrental.com slash learn for instant access. And please don't forget to rate and review our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, 
or wherever you listen. Thanks for joining us, and we will catch you on the flip side. Shh.